I got a question for you. I like questions. When your doorbell rings, do you answer it? Um, yes. Okay. Unless I'm predisposed. Um, Which means on the toilet? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, but I do have like a peephole yeah. to look through. Right. Um, typically what happens is the doorbell, as you know, the doorbell rings and my dog oh, starts barking. Oh, right, because you have the dogs. Um, and sometimes it, I'll let it slip and I'll be like, oh, you know, be quiet or whatever. If I don't, then I have the opportunity to look through the peephole and, and not say anything. And I have done that before where I just haven't answered the door. Right. I'm willing to do that. I never answer the door. Never? Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Like, you'd think... Uh, do you even look to see who it is? Most times. If I'm downstairs, I definitely would. Okay. If I'm upstairs, I there's I, sometimes you can't really see until they're walking away or something. Because no one's really dropping by. Right. And if they are, they know how to call you. And well, and if they're dropping by, I'll see. I'll recognize a car, you know, pull right. up out front or something. But it's... I was thinking about this the other day. Like, the doorbell rings, and I, like, breeze, and I'm like, who is that? Right. Um, it's not that I'm like paranoid or something that I'm going to be, I'm going to open the door and get hit with a sock full of pennies or something. It's just like, I don't want to listen to their, you know, right. oh, we're trying to raise funds for soccer camp and yeah, you know, I, I give to charity on my own. I don't need right. it to come find me. Right. So I never, yeah, I never answer the door. I think, um, and obviously this is somewhat recent, but now that I live across the street from Zach, mm-hmm. at any time it could be them. Right. So if I totally just ignored it, then, you know, it could be Jill coming over. And you're, yeah, you're and I could get like, an popsicle or something. your neighborhood is more drop-in friendly, I think, because right. you know people that live closely. Right. And, and But we do still get our share of uh, solicitors. Oh, I'm sure. I got, the other day, it was a girl and her mom, and the mom had started some charity where they create these, like, baskets of stuff, and they give them to old people. Mm-hmm. And so, I gave him some money. And, it's know. nice of you. Yeah. You know who's the worst at it? My dad. The worst at it. He'll, he'll answer everything and he'll buy, like, everything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like we so, went, if I'm hard up on cash, I'll go head over to Becerra Way. My, uh, he bought <laughs> something and um, we went out to dinner last night and it was some card from, like, El Camino High School mm-hmm. that certain businesses, you know, give you a 10% discount or something if you bought this card that he bought from them. and So he, like, uses them. Yeah, well. But a lot I of times... I feel like old people are more down with that. Coupon type stuff and discount stuff. Did you just call my dad old people? Sure. He's... Is he 60 yet? No. Okay. My dad's 60. Right. So yeah. he's gotta be close. He's, yeah, he's close. He's not a young man. He's not. He's no spring chicken. No. But he'll buy anything. He'll buy, like, giant Kit Kat bars or whatever the kids are selling. He'll buy it. I don't really like Kit Kats, so... No. Plus, really, do, you know, do I trust, you know? What if it's laced with something? I, I, think, I think one of the worst uh, situations we had with that was... I was in the house, at, at, at the house on D Street doing something, and uh, someone comes to the door, and Amanda's out there, and she's out there for, like, 30 minutes. What is going on? Is some are they, they like abduct my wife or something? Right. And it's when she bought all of those steaks and meat oh, stuff I from that. those like traveling meat guys. <laughs> and I mean it's good. Like we we've grilled a lot of them. We still have some Really? From that, yeah. Because they're supposedly vacuum sealed and like they don't go bad or whatever. And you keep them in the freezer, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've been meaning to that's like the one thing that I haven't actually well, I guess when we had the tacos the other night, they were steaks that I 
uh, barbecued, but um, I've been meaning to bust those out and, and throw them on the grill and, and see if they're still... Because they're like, there's some like bacon wrapped filet mignon and stuff like that. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Um, so, I, it's not something I would have done. Right. You know? Um, I think part of why I don't like opening the door is I don't like listening to the whole thing and then having to say like, no, I'm not interested. Right. I'd rather just say, no, I'm not interested from the get-go, but then you seem like a dick a little yeah. bit. And, yeah. Yeah. They're really imposing on you they're putting they're, you know they're putting you right in an imposition and it's like what if i'm playing mario and i'm about to beat a exactly. level and then i suddenly want to buy you know 30 pounds of, of bacon wrapped filet what if i'm playing in my baseball game and i'm throwing a perfect game it's like the eighth inning i come back first pitch back i know i hit right i'd be like i hate you guys right no good ever comes of it yeah, i agree charity it's the worst right <laughs> Okay. All right. So, um, I have just recently returned from the California coast. Yes. Again. In, in which, yes, in which yesterday I attended the United States Open mm-hmm. Golf Championship Tournament. Would that be the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach 2010? It would be. As it says on your windshirt you're wearing? Yes. My very overpriced <laughs> but comfortable windshirt, if right. that's what it's called. Windbreaker shirt. Anyway, um, so yeah, Amanda, this was like my housewarming gift hmm. that Amanda got me. Two tickets to the tournament. I had never been to a professional golf tournament before, so I was looking forward to it. I knew it was going to be a long day because yeah. there were no hotels booked anywhere, so we were just getting up super early, driving there, going to the tournament, driving back. Right. Um, so we left around 6.30, 6.45, and ended up getting home around 11.30. It was a full day. Yeah. Um, but it was, the, it was, it was interesting. There were some, there were some definite good things about it as well as some negative things about it. Obviously it's a beautiful course. Right. Um, and you get to walk it. Like I've been there, but only to the clubhouse, oh, I you know, see. and the restaurant and things. So I've seen, you know, the 18th hole. And but they wouldn't let you go out on it. I see. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I wasn't playing. You pay for it. Right. So what did you go to the clubhouse for? Just have dinner? Uh, we just stopped in, like, had a drink. Okay. Yeah. We were doing the 17-mile drive, you I know, see. driving around, and we stopped there. Oh, cool. Um, it was cool to see, you know, the famous golfers, the great, great players and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, the lunch was actually not that bad. I had a, they called it a panino instead of a panini. Okay. Must which be I guess it wasn't. Panino. Well, it wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a sandwich. It was like a, it was like a wrap, kind of. Oh. Anyway. Is it grilled? No, it was... I don't know how they made it. It came is in a it, plastic bag. Is it on bread? It was like a... What's that thing called? Not a stromboli. Or is it a stromboli? It's the, it's the thing that has like the stuff in it. Yeah. Like pepperoni and cheese. <sighs> what is and, that called? And it's wrapped in there. I'm, I'm sure our listeners like yelling it. At I know. It's... Right it's uh, it starts with a C. Isn't it what they... Calzone. Got? Yeah, I was going to say, in Seinfeld, that's what he kept Right. Calzone. Like, Steinbrenner loves the calzone. Yeah, so it's like that, except it was more like a burrito. It was longer and mm-hmm. not as fat. But it was good. I swear, though, panini, I bet, translated as like little bread or something. Grilled probably, bread. Probably. So if Just you, pan. Is right. Probably. So if you take the bread and the grilling and whatnot out of it... Yeah. They actually had a pretty extensive menu. Although, my favorite part was they were advertising wines, and they had Chardonnay, uh-huh. Cabernet, Behringer. Mm. 
I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. What's wrong here? Uh, very classy. It is. Um, so, so let me kind of run you through the whole thing. We left at about 6.45, uh, driving down. That's not a short drive either. No, no, it's, it's what, not like at three all. and a half, four hours? Close to that, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we, we start to hit some U.S. Open traffic mm. at about the 156. Mm-hmm. I um, know it well. Yeah, and so, so we you know, follow that down to the one, and we get off at uh, Fort Ord, uh-huh. or where the new CSU Monterey Bay is. Right. Okay. And that's, is that where they're telling you to get off? Yes. Oh, and Jesus. that's where we parked. In this huge parking lot with, you know, thousands and thousands right. of people. I was looking earlier today to try and get an actual attendance number, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to find it. But I'm sure, like Phil said the other day that he thought around 40,000 or so, it seemed at least that many. It was, it was ridiculous how right. many people there were. I was wondering where they were going to have all the people park because the within the 17-mile drive area... There's no oh, huge parking lot. No, not at all. In Carmel or Pacific Grove or any of the well, side, little there's little two-lane no, roads right. that are super narrow. It's not a, it's n- none of the surrounding towns are built for huge, huge crowds. Exactly. So it's not so, it's a little surprising it's that far out. I thought yeah. maybe there'd be something a little closer, but at the same time, they've done it before, so they should kind right. of be expecting this. Right. But Amanda said that when she went to the Pro Am there, they were actually able to park in the parking lots there. Wow. So Clearly, the crowds are a lot smaller for that thing, right. for that event. Um, so anyway, we park there. We we walk to the place where we we get searched. Or there's like a metal detector and stuff because you're not allowed to bring phones, cameras, right. water bottles, backpacks. Did you take off like belt and shoes? It was like uh, I didn't style? have to do that, but I did take my keys out. Right. Um, but yeah, it was so it's more crazy. like courthouse than airport. Yes. Okay. I would say so. Um, but I, w- I was surprised by that, and, and bummed a little bit. You know, you'd like to take pictures out there and things like that, but... Yeah, when we go to the American Century Celebrity One in Tahoe, it always says no cell phones allowed, but it's you just walk in. They don't really police it at no. all? Really? Yeah. Oh, just because of the sound and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it's more of the sound. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but no cameras is like... Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so, so we get in this long line, probably wait... 30, 45 minutes to get on a bus. Right. They, Amanda and I were talking about how many buses we think they, you know... Did they put you on a short bus? Out for this? No. It was like a... Like one of the ones we went to Ashland. Oh, okay. Uh, I figured they'd be like school yeah. buses. No. I think some of them might have been. We went to an LPGA event in the Bay Area and it was school buses. Hmm. They, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I am being dead serious. Okay. You were riding on a school bus to an LPGA event. Yep. It surprises me. At uh, Blackhawk, I think, or something. Down, like, around Danville. Okay. Um, so, we get on the bus. It's about a 45-minute ride. Wow. Because when you get there, like, it was it was only maybe 20 minutes to get, you know, two 17-mile drive. Right. But from that point, it's slow, slow going. Yeah. Um, we estimated by the end of the trip, we estimated that they were, that they had to probably have about a hundred buses because there were constantly buses coming to and from taking people. They need Star Trek transporters. That would be much more efficient. A lot quicker. Um, so anyway, eventually we get there, um, and we walk out and it was maybe about 1115 or so. And so this is, yeah. Like five hours of journey, yeah, and you're and just we getting just there. arrive at the golf course. I remember thinking that to myself last time we went to Disneyland 
in the waiting to get in the parking lot, parking, getting in the park, getting the tickets, getting in. I was like, I've been here three and a half hours, and I'm just getting in line for yeah. my first ride. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. So so we get there. We're kind of hungry, but we had told Phil and Allison we were going to meet them at noon. And one of the first things that I got there was they, they handed out um, a sheet that told us all the golfers, what groups they were in, when they were teeing off, and if they were teeing off on one or on ten. Mm-hmm. And so I looked for, you know, names that I recognize. I find Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods teed off on 10. So at the time that I got there, he was like on hole maybe three. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, he's only got five or six holes left before he's done. Right. So if I, you know, wait around a whole bunch of time, I'm going to miss out and not see him play at all. So... Plus, let's face it, you hate Phil. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so we... We had a little bit of time, so we 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 uh, we quickly went through the merchandise pavilion, um, and then we walked down. We walked down through the first hole just to kind of see it. I was like, I want to see a golf hole, right? Because where where you come in is still a ways away from any of the the golf, right? So we walked down. We saw it. Then we walked back, pretty much, and so we waited there. We waited there for about fifteen minutes. He didn't arrive. Found out later he had been. Detained by at security, yeah, um, for being you know Polish. <laughs> so, uh, so we, I was like, we gotta go, or we're not gonna see Tiger, you know. So we go and we go out, and because the eighth and ninth holes were way out there, mm-hmm. they're almost you know as far as it goes. So we hustle out there and we see him um, get on the green at eight. And it was all crowded, grandstand, everything there. And nine is along the coast, mm-hmm. as is eight. And so you can only be on one side of it. Right. So I was like, we need to find a spot where we can see something. It was already super crowded around the ninth green. So I knew we weren't going to go there. So we go kind of midway along the fairway where I, where we kind of expect them all to land on their tee shots. Smart. And, of course, he hits it past that. He's got the wind in his back. And he goes, like, down this hill where we can't really even see him either. So we see him walk by. We see him hit his shot. We see him walk up to the green and hit his final shots in and finish his second round. Right. Okay. Um, so we're like, all right. Now we're super hungry because it's now, like, 1 o'clock. So we walk over. We get some food. I get my panino. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's that? Didn't have to settle for the uh, Nathan's hot dog. Settle? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's not a baseball game. It's not. Or a Costco. Um, so got that, and then we kind of sat right along the, I believe the 14th fairway. Okay. The 14th um, hole is that really cool. Yeah, the the treacherous Scandia-like green. green yeah. yeah. So we were we were kind of along the fairway. It was nice to just kind of sit there, not be crowded by people, and just you know yeah. watch as the as the golfers went by. Um. And then we kind of we we saw Phil uh, Phil uh, Mickelson was teeing off at one about one thirty on mm-hmm. the first hole. So I said, okay, we need to find a spot where we can get to that he will eventually go, you know, be at. So we go over to the fifth green. Kind of, we end up at the spot we're kind of like hidden behind this tree. Uh-huh. And so we we watch. Are we gonna jump out and scare him? <laughs> yeah, I had my mask. Surprise! And my oh god! Uh, yeah. We were blocked a little bit, but we saw some golfers come. Amanda was mostly interested in Camilo Viegas. Mm. You know who that is? She likes the brown sugar. He is the guy who like has his crazy Spider-Man move on the green, where he, where he, uh, 
kind of gets super way down on the green and like has this crazy position to like read the green. And so we we were hoping that he would do that when he was there. Unfortunately, his ball was so close to the pin that it didn't happen. Right. So we watched him go a couple couple groups later. So with Phil. how does she know of him? Um, one of her coworkers is like in love with him. Oh, okay. And so she's in love seen... with him for his looks or for his golf prowess? Kind of both, I oh, guess. Okay. Um, I'm just surprised that he's Amanda... one of those frail. I guess he's not Euro. He's South South American. South American. Uh, South American. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But um, it just surprised me that Amanda has a golfer that she wants to see by name that's not right. Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson, right. you know. And that was the thing is like I I want her to be able to see you know I, right. I, you know. Um, so we saw him, but nothing spectacular from him there. Um, Did he crab walk up to the green or anything? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so we see him. We see Phil go by, and then Mickelson. Yeah, it not, was not super, our Phil, right? But okay. it was super crowded. Although Phil. Um, Phil told us that he was going to be following Phil Mickelson's our Phil. Round. Our Phil told you you yeah. were he was going to follow. So I was like, maybe at some point we'll see Phil, but there's throngs of thousands and thousands of people following Mickelson. So well, our Phil will be the one with his pants around his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the hat from the other night. Yeah, that's that was what we were looking to stand out. Um, but anyway, uh, we end up we're like, okay, we've been standing around all day. We've been sitting in the car. Sitting on a bus, standing in line. We want to do, you know, be comfortable somewhere. So we find, um, we find a grandstand mm-hmm. that, you know, at that point, Phil Mickelson was going to six. So we're like, let's find a spot a ways ahead of that. So the crowd that's always following him, we won't get stuck in that. Right. So we go to the 15th grandstand, sit there for about two hours, uh, watch maybe 10, 12 groups go through, get to see some great long birdie putts, see, you know, some sand shots, things like that. That was probably the best part because we were sitting, we were comfortable, nice. um, got to see some good golfers go by, things like that. Um, but that was pretty much it. Like our experiences were mostly seeing Tiger finish, being at the fifth green, being on the 15th. That's like it. And right. for, for all of that time, it was difficult. Yeah. I'm thankful that I got to go. Um, but I don't know that I would go to like if, if someone gave me free tickets to go the following day. I don't know that I would do it. Right. That was that was my thing. Uh, I remember Amanda called me before she got the tickets uh-huh. um, for you and was like, "Hey, I'm getting Joey's tickets. If you guys want to go, you know, we're gonna go this day and everything." And I was like, "Eh, we're not interested." And actually, Alex uh, Perez calls a couple nights ago. I was like, "I have two extra tickets. You guys want to come down Saturday?" And I was like, "Eh." I mean, we had other planned stuff, but. One of the things like is, podcasting right now, like podcasting right now, <laughs> like it. Yeah. I love it. Um, one of the things was my dad told me that that Pebble's not a great course for uh, you know, spectatorship huge groups of groups of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and because a lot of the holes you can't get to, or you can only have people on one side, and so everyone crowds in the same place. And and for someone who doesn't like crowds, like right. me or me, it's yeah, it's it's just not. And that was the most as dis- cool as it sounds. The most disappointing thing for me probably was that. Mana didn't have as good of a time because mm-hmm. she was kind of expecting it to be more like it was when she went to the pro am, where there was maybe five thousand people there. See, that sounds as opposed better to 40, because less less crowd people, and also I feel like it's more people you recognize. That's the other because thing. if she they're recognized not... someone in every group, and they right. were interactive too, they'd come over and talk to the fans and things like this. Whereas here, it was like. Shut up! You you know we want them to not even realize that you're here. Right. It's like I mean, other than the the top five you know leaders in the U.S. Open, 
and Camilo Viegas. Right. You don't know a lot of the people, whereas at the prom, you're like, oh, there's Kevin Costner. Oh, exactly. there's that guy that was in that TV show. You know, I mean, even if you don't know them, you have more of an idea, I think. And we actually look, because I was telling her about the, the one that you go to right. in Tahoe. It's a lot of sports people. That, that's the thing, right. is when I was going through the names, I recognized just about all of them. But for her, it wasn't quite as exciting because there was only maybe a handful that she knew. John O'Hurley? That was one. <laughs> oh, I had to tell her who that was. Right. Um, but, you know. Stone Phillips. Right. There, uh, Lawrence Taylor used to be there every year. <laughs> Probably uh, not this year. Roethlisberger used to be there a lot. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm wondering who the. Maybe I uh, shouldn't bring my wife there, that is what you're saying. <laughs> who the professional athlete that's there this year will be the one to be in a scandal. Or I shouldn't next bring year. my underage niece or right. something. Yeah. yeah. Stay out of the uh, casino bathrooms. Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, okay, so we left probably at about 6 o'clock maybe, 6, 6.30, and... Um, now, was it still going on? Yeah. World? yeah. Okay. Phil, there was maybe, there were maybe five or six groups after Phil. Wow. And he had just finished 15 when we left. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, today, what, he teed off after three? Yeah. Sometime? Yeah. It was so pretty late. Um, so we let, we walked back. We went to um, the pro shop, or the merchandise thing, got my mm-hmm. jacket, wind shirt, as you prefer to call it. Um, uh, got to use the fine restroom facilities. Porta potty? Out, outdoor restroom facilities. Man, and I were talking about that. They must empty those daily, right? <laughs> There's no way that, hope. like, you know, because there's people that earlier in the week of the right. practice rounds. There's no way they're going all the way through Sunday with those right. things. That's just not going to happen. You know what amazes I mean, can no one come up with something better than than the porta potties out there at a... I like mean, some kind of incinerator below that would just liquefy, you know... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just thinking more like, um, what about some, like, uh, what do you call it? Like a trailer, you know, like on a... 18 wheeler truck mm-hmm. that you know some big trailer that you walk in and there's like a men's room trailer and a women's room trailer and they have stalls or something and obviously there's not going to be plumbing but is there anything better than just you know the porta potty I mean this isn't like a, a dirt bikes rally you know this is the United States Open this you know it's kind of a classy golf event right yet, but that, that's all you've got that's the best we've got I think <sighs> I mean this one had the hand sanitizer in it yeah but yeah I mean even so you know here's the other thing I was expecting a classy group of fans there. And for uh-huh. the most part, I got it. I wore my uh, Dodgers sweatshirt. Right. Because I was hoping that Gabe would be watching on TV and he would see my Dodgers sweatshirt and be like, oh, I hate that guy. Right. Um, there were a lot of people wearing giant stuff, hmm. including hats. Hats more than anything else. Did you get dirty looks? I didn't. And wow. I was very pleased with that. I thought I was going to get some people like making disparaging comments or whatever. Because these people are all golf fans. I got... No kidding, at least five or six people going, yeah, Dodgers, are giving me a high five. It was great. Nice. It was great. I loved that. I was like, yeah, the SoCal Dodger fans representing here. Yeah. So I, I was pleased about that. However, I was disappointed at the end because when I go in the porta potty, someone had put gum down the little urinal tube to try and block it or something. There's a urinal tube? Well, you know how in the porta potty there's the main hole. Okay. And then on some of them, on the side, for guys, there's a thing that you can just pee into. So you don't just have like a to... a big funnel? Well, it's kind of... It's, it's, it's a little wider. It's a rectangle. 
and then there's a hole in it, and so that funnels it down into the hole, so you don't have to like pick up the uh, thing okay. or pee on it. It's just, it's like, hey guys, here's something to really help you out. It's nice. Um, Sounds lovely. But a guy put gum in there. Why? To try and block it up. Be a jerk ass. I was like, really? U.S. Open? Right. We can't, you know. So that was a little disappointing. Now we're getting ready to leave. Okay. I've been waiting to tell you the story for quite a while. <laughs> I'm excited about this part of the story. So you perked up. We get in line. Yeah. And there's, you know, we're doing the cattle lines where you go back and forth, like if you're at an airport, back and forth. Right. And, and uh, it was funny. There's, uh, as I'm walking through, I'm walking by. I got my head down, talking to Amanda, and I hear, I walk, and I hear some guy go Padres. <laughs> as, I, as I walk by, because I'm wearing my Dodgers shirt. Right. I'll go again, Padres. <laughs> Like what is this? I talked to him. So I put my head up, right? And now I'm looking, like trying to make eye contact. Like who is this? And for the rest of the time, I don't hear it again. I'm like, oh, you pansy ass! You're only gonna say it when my head's down. You can't look at me, right? Right. So, but I'm looking. I'm looking at the people that are around me. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, mostly I'm looking at the people, obviously, that are behind me because I knew that the, it was someone who was after me in line rather than mm-hmm. before me. But I feel like. I'm I'm kind of scoping out the people who are around me. Okay. Okay? That's important. Okay. So we get in line to get on a bus. There's all these different buses lined up, and they're like, oh, you're going to go on this bus. Okay. So we get up on the bus. I'm walking up onto the bus and everything. I turn to go down the the bus, you know, to find Aisle. my seat. Yeah. And I'm checking out the people that are there on the bus. Second row. Mm-hmm. First seat on the left, Leah Ramirez. No way. Out of 40,000 people in Pebble Beach, I'm on the same bus as Leah Ramirez. Did, you, did she recognize you? I don't know. But I recognized her and immediately. You're sure it was her? That's what Amanda asked. I am not 99% sure it was her. I am 100% sure. Was she the one yelling Padres? No. Oh. No, no, no. It wasn't her. It was, I, I, I figured out who that was. It was this guy who was wearing red who was, looked like a huge douchebag. Okay. So I thought it was going to be like, I get on the bus, Tony Gwynn. <laughs> sitting right there. No, that, it was totally Padres unrelated. Padres a red herring the, in the, your story. It was. Well, it was, it was to, to talk about the idea that, you started looking at that the I was crowd. looking at people. Because Amanda said, you didn't notice her before? Right. I didn't. She didn't like pop out as like one of those people who like everyone stops and like oh my god look at her right but Leah Ramirez in for, seventh grade for she any would have. for any listener for any listeners who don't know and I'm I was thinking about it, I'm like most of the people who listen to this show have you either know who she was or have heard us talk about was who a girl, she was who she still is well okay you didn't just see her no. I didn't oh um, it was a girl that we had to crush on in junior high she was like she was the best looking girl she, in our class there were a lot of good looking girls right but we thought of her as the, the top of, the best of the best yes the top gun the creme will. de la creme indeed of the seven. so girls. yeah I'm, all of a sudden I'm like oh my god just leave her as I sit down in my seat and Amanda's kind of in a bad mood and everything and so well cause you know of, of so it's a disappointing day or something yeah okay. a little bit so that's why cause downstairs when I was talking to you about this, she's like, oh, you didn't say it right away. And I, I wasn't going to be like, oh, this, super, this girl that I thought was super hot back in, back right. in the day is on the bus. You know, cause, right. But, so uh, how does she look now? Well, she looks the same enough for me to recognize her. Without, okay. a, I mean, with, aside from her having a sign on her that said Lee Ramirez. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, of 40,000 people at this event from all over the country, if not the world... 
Are you sure it's just... There were many international people. Are you sure it's not just 100% a good-looking sure. Latino girl? No, 100% okay. sure it was Leah Ramirez. Well, that's awesome, then. Yeah. It was crazy. And it'd be awesome if you talked to her or danced it with her. It would have been. And you like know I did at the first school dance. <laughs> I'm just saying. Amanda was like, are you going to say talk to her, say something to her? And I'm like, this is my question to you. Is, what do you say? What do I say? Because we oh, I knew you in seventh grade? And we weren't like, like pals. No. I mean... Like, I probably sat next to her in a class or something, right. but but I'm fairly sure that she doesn't remember me to the same extent that I remember her. Exactly. On the other hand, Eric Yasuda, who now lives across the street from my parents, he remembers me. Right. So maybe she does remember me, too. But, I mean, didn't we do more with him? I mean, whether it was... <laughs> sexually? Sexually. <laughs> whether it was, you know, go to his house after school. I never went to his house. Or play basketball at lunch. Yeah. I mean, other than but, sit next to Leah in class, how did you interact with Let her? me ask you this. I, for one, know that I danced with her at the school dance. I, have, I also did that as well. <laughs> at the first dance? Uh, whatever. I'm just saying. I, I don't made, remember. I made that move. We danced so many times together that I... <laughs> I'm sure she remembers I believe Miss Halsey had to show up with the ruler to make I sure we... So. <laughs> um, she probably remembers me as one of those guys who was rushing over to her in PE to square dance with her whenever mm-hmm. it was the boy's turn to pick the girl. Right. Anyway... Um, I think it is presumptive of us to think that we can so easily remember all of these people in junior high, and yet they don't really remember us. Don't you think? Like, like they yeah. probably do remember us. I mean, how many people were in our eighth grade class? Right. Well, or, and plus, four hundred. I think that with Facebook and things, people have sort of people they've known previously more on the brain because you get you That's see someone true. you get connected to someone it reminds you of someone else and, and it, it sort of and we trickles did down have from there. several classes together it's not like right. it was like Taryn Trudeau or something like that that we knew of more than right you know I've, I spoke to her we you know and I feel like if I would be so embarrassed if she listened to this podcast <laughs> she is our number one fan if uh she, what if she was and she's like this is the greatest thing ever <laughs> My favorite podcasters. If if we if you saw her in like the ninth or tenth grade when it was more recent, she would definitely know who you were, who we right. were. But yeah, it's been so long and Don't you even know who my father is? That's what I would say to her. You say that a lot. I do, I like that line. I do know who your father is. <laughs> he has <laughs> a ponytail. He has a ponytail. <laughs> I feel like there should be another name. A ponytail is like one thing, but when it goes down like to your butt level mm. No pony has that long I'll, a tail. I'll, I'll give my dad this. Last time we went over there, he was wearing this shirt that he got in some Argentina, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was it was almost like a... We joked that it was kind of like a barber or something else. It was long. I mean, it was like a long, you know, like a dress shirt that you have untucked. Uh-huh. That length. And it had pockets on the on the bottom of it. Hmm. It was actually pretty cool. I thought it was pretty was cool. Was it like an apron? No, because it was a shirt, obviously. Oh. But, but it wasn't one big pocket either. It had like two... You know, square pockets right. on either side. That was pretty cool. Not that my dad is some super cool hipster, but... He is, with his pocket shirts and his ponytail. And he, his beret and his bongo drums. He rocks the clubs, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Maybe I should have said something. Amanda afterwards but was I, like... I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, I, yeah. Because she's not going to know. Who, she's not going to remember who And I what am I going to say that's really going to be interesting enough? Like, hey, I knew you 15 years ago. How are you doing? I don't want to... Come here often? It's it's been a long day. Neither one of us wants to go through the whole, oh, what's your story? What's going on with you? Right. Stupid. Who was she seeing with someone? Yeah, another girl. Ooh. Not a husband. 
I didn't check for Ring, but I'm fairly sure that we know people that are Facebook friends with her and could probably find out. Well, I bet I know what we're doing after this podcast. <laughs> um, dancing together? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Square dancing together. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, let me tell you one so, last... So, uh, of the Open, is your favorite memory going to be seeing a junior high crush? It may be one of my more lasting memories. Okay. Um, definitely just the memory of seeing it and being there. Do you remember the last time we saw her or thought we saw her? Yeah, it was over on, uh, like, Fair Oaks. Yeah. Driving to go play Frisbee golf? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Like your story, that too I'm convinced was her, and how do we know? Some girl in a car. This was a little more up close. Right. So. I took a DNA sample. It's her. <laughs> nice. Um, so, um. I want to I want to relay one more bit of interesting information. Okay, about the craziness of the crowds and the number of people there. Mm -hmm. um, we got we eventually get back to our car after seeing Leah Ramirez. Amanda's like, "Oh, you gonna go find her and talk to her? Like, which one is she? Because she didn't know. I didn't say anything until afterwards, so Amanda never saw her. Yeah. Or did you, you tell know. Amanda which one she was? I, well, I said it was it's that second girl. You no. know, it's the girl. I feel in the like Amanda row. would have gone up to her. Yeah. Oh, my husband says he knows you. Yeah. What? Thanks. That's, yeah, that yeah, would have been horrible. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so we get back to our car, and we drive out eventually, and we're super hungry, because it's like 7.30, we're looking for food. And we stop at a place, and we go down to a sit-down restaurant, we order a meal. I know, you'd think we'd Where, be And was this still in, like, leave. Monterey It's area? in Marina. Okay. Um, sit down, eat our meal, pay the check, get ready to leave. Get back, get on the... On the freeway, on the one there, yeah, still super packed with cars. Wow. Cars. Well, Not cars, too, but cars. They're evacuating 40,000 people. It was crazy. Yeah. And so it was packed all the way up one, all the way through 156, pretty much all the way till I got back to the 101. It was slow and go the yeah. whole time. Yeah. It was, it was a long, long, long day. One of the things I love about that area and going down there in the summers and stuff is that it is small town-ish, you know, it's like getting away from a big city yeah. and relaxing and everything, but at the same time, it's not built for huge crowds of people, Definitely. and that's that's when it shows itself. Definitely. 40,000 people on a two-lane highway. So I'm glad that I had the experience, that I got it checked off. Very happy about that. Your bucket list? Yes, exactly. Um, don't think I'll do it again, but I don't want... I don't want you to think that I didn't enjoy it. I did right. enjoy it. I'm glad I did it. Um, but yeah, it was it was difficult. You know, maybe at a different course in a different venue. Right. But that was pretty tough. Or I'd be happy to go back to that venue when it's a smaller tournament or something. Maybe we should just go back to that venue and play it. Play it. Yeah. Maybe. It would cost me a couple of these wind jackets too. It would. <laughs> but, uh, apparently, my dad and I are going to go play Yokodihi. Oh, really? The Cash Creek course, which, uh, I don't know, next month, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, according to him, who has played every course public and private in a 100-mile radius, it's like the nicest track in the area. I was like, wow. Nicest what? Track. Tracked. Of land? Track. Yes. Huge tracks of land. Um, Interesting. So I'm looking forward to it, but I'm super intimidated, too. Is but, it supposed to be super difficult? Yeah. But one of the things is, I was also intimidated by Bodega Harbor. I thought it would be. And I had a lot of fun. Because the wide fairways. Interesting. I enjoyed that. Well, that should be a good time for you. What a fun, sexy time for me. 
I was hoping uh, Nancy Pete would be gifted sexually. <laughs> oh. um, all right. So that was my U.S. Open story. I, it actually went longer than I thought. I had a whole other thing to talk about. but Wow. Maybe we, we'll have to save it for the next podcast. I guess so. I mean, I, I don't want to be, you know, hoarding my podcast discussions, but <laughs> that's okay. We're already we'll almost 40 minutes. So. Well, I feel like we should also mention the other major sporting event this weekend. Game seven of the NBA playoffs. Negative. Suck it. That Suck it, Celtics that and Kings fans. Technically wasn't the weekend. I was talking about <laughs> it was a the, long weekend. the Red Sox and Dodgers playing. Ah, yes. I believe uh, the Red Sox are now up two games to zero. That is correct. It must be a very small, small comfort to those Boston fans who lost the NBA championship. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure it eases the blow a little. Of games six and seven? Yes. Those are about equal, right? Right, right. I gotta say though, two, two regular season MLB games and uh, <laughs> game six and seven of the finals. They're interleague, not just regular season. They're not. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Manny hit a home run. I did too. Uh, it's been a long time since I saw him go over the green monster. His 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 swing where he finishes where it looks like his legs are like mm-hmm. crossed behind each other and stuff. I've really missed uh, watching that. Now I'll tell you this: I enjoyed his time as a Dodger, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the beauty of the swing itself. But I did not enjoy quite as much Adrian Beltre's home run last night, even though he was a Dodger. He was a Dodger. Yeah. You can have him back. I'll, uh, I'll give. I'll take him back. I'll give him back to you. For I don't any. want JD Drew back, but you I'll can, take him back. You can have Drew. We're, we're, we're trading Drew as is. <laughs> He's Pass. injured. Pass on that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, this has been a very golf sports centric and uh, and junior high crush centric. Yeah. And what was your question in the beginning? Doorbell. Doorbells. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think we'll be back later this evening with well, a special mystery guest. To us, it's later this evening. Yeah. You know, we, we haven't released two kind of close together for a while. Maybe We maybe haven't done two close together for a while. <laughs> maybe it's time. We're busy, busy maybe it's people. time soon. Yeah. But we will tease that we're going to have a guest. Yeah. Do you think we have a shot of releasing a Sunday Wednesday, maybe? I don't even want to think about it. We'll let it be a surprise. All right. Because by the time people hear this, it'll have already been decided. There you go. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. I'm thinking about my dog.